0: Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. But did you know that you can join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom? That is right, live. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click the link in our series or episode descriptions. Once you're there, follow Ask the Tarot and tune in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. to hear what the deck has in store. Hey, I'll even read your questions live. Why miss out on that? Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday. Hi, everybody. This is Ask the Tarot. Thank you guys so much for being here. I'm your host, Michelle T. I'm the host of the podcast, Your Magic, and I'm the author of the book, Modern Tarot. And I've got like a whole bunch of tarot decks in front of me. And um, I'm going to go through a bunch of um, questions, problems, issues that people DM'd me at my Instagram, which you're all welcome to do. I'm at Michelle T's, T E A Z. You can send me a question there, and I will do my darndest to get to it in a a, um, timely fashion. but I gathered a bunch that were all about friendships, just like friend problems, right? Okay. And so I'm going to do a bunch of reading for those. But you guys, you can ask me about anything you like. Just raise your hand, just like request to be called on and I'll do it. And um, and yes, happy Thursday to everybody. Okay. We're, we're so close to the new moon, you guys. I really, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm needing just like a bolt of like fresh, Sagittarius new moon energy. Okay. Let's help this person. Um, okay. Okay. I'm reaching out for some insight about a former friendship that is taking a lot out of me. And I feel like it's sapping my energy back in high school. I was going through some hard times recovering from trauma and mental health struggles. That's high school. Am I right? And was a horrible friend. I did some things I regret, but have learned from and accept that I was in the wrong. This friend abruptly ended our friendship about six years ago, which was toxic and unhealthy in most aspects and ultimately best to end. However, I truly cared about this person and have struggled to reconcile this situation and release my guilt from my actions back then and anger at how I was treated in that friendship. I want to work through these feelings to find resolution and move on, but don't know if it's appropriate or necessary to reach out and apologize. All right, so I picked some cards. I hit this deck that I actually really love visually. It's one of my visually uh, most favorite decks, actually. It's called The Gentle Thrills Tarot. And it's by this great artist, Issa Beniston, who makes all kinds of like wild accessories and prints and stuff. So if you like a lot of wild... -er, you might like this deck. So I picked three cards first saying what would it look like to you know reach out um and it actually looks really good for you to reach out and apologize. The very first card you have is the magician, which what a great card because it is really about creating your own reality. It's about creating what you want. Um, it's you know basically the, the cool thing being witchy people is that, you know, if we don't like what's happening, we can like, we can do spells. We can change the energy up, you know, or we can try to, we can set some intentions. So the magician is really about that. And so it's saying like, yes, you know, go forward with that. Um, reach out, apologize, be a magician about it though. You know, like, what do you want to conjure? What would you like? You know, don't cast a spell on your ex friend. That's not consensual, but cast a spell on yourself. You know, who do you want to be? In this friend, like, what kind of friend do you want to be? Who do you feel like you are? What do you want to purge? What kind of energy do you want to bring? You know, um, it looks really beautiful. And then there is the three of discs, which is, you know, in the Crowley deck, it's the work card. And, you know, in all the tarot, it, it really is about work. It's about having to build something. So it, I like this. It's, um, it's a very earnest and, um, sort of pure it's a salt of the earth card, you know, like you're gonna, you're gonna put in some elbow grease, you're gonna get your hands dirty, you know, it might be a little hard to look back on what happened and, you know, cop to what you have to cop to and, um, you know, maybe ask, You know, also for an apology or, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's, it's work, but it's good work. It's like good, honest work. So this is, this is really positive. And then at the end of it all, who are you? You're the queen of pentacles. So like you take on that pentacle work and you end up being the queen of it. And I love that ending for you. It just, to me, it tells a really beautiful story. Um, the story for not doing it, right? For, for just letting go. I was like, okay, what if, what if she just lets go and just, you know, we all, not all. I mean, you know, I love when I say these hugely general, you guys, we all have these relationships in our past that we have to walk away from. Obviously, that's not true, but many of us do. It's not uncommon. So I was like, what if you just have to walk away from this relationship? The first card is the six of ones with which is so beautiful in this deck. It's like a bouquet of peonies. I love it. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's maybe also a good option. But then you get the five of cups. That doesn't really look that good to me. That is not as triumphant and beautiful of a story as this other one with the magician, the three of discs, the uh, three of pentacles, and then the queen of pentacles. So good luck to you um, setting out to sort of repair your past. It's, it's a very beautiful and honorable um, thing to undertake. And we all wish you so well. Okay. So, you know, I got just like endless, endless pages of these friends questions, you guys. But all right. Who's out there? Natasha, how can I help you? How can the tarot help you, Natasha? Oh my gosh, Natasha, I love your photo. I love your little heart cheeks.
1: Thank you. Oh my gosh. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much. Um, So I am struggling a little bit. I want to ask the tarot, um, kind um, just for some advice, um, kind of, I guess maybe like on my spiritual path and like my purpose. Um, I'm kind of over, I'm overcoming, um, in recovering for eating disorder, um, and some other mental health issues going, supposed to be going back to work next week, not in a good job, like not, oh, not a good job. That's what I meant, but like a good job for myself and for my mental health. And I just still don't really know like what I'm supposed to do. I'm at, just a kind of at a crossroads, just really just wanting some advice and from the tarot. All right. Um, okay. So are you thinking, let me get a little bit
0: more clear about like what your possible directions are. So are you thinking that you want to leave the job that you're at? Does that seem like the, you know, when you say you're at a crossroads, what are you between?
1: Like, are you between different options? Yeah. So I am, I can either stay at my job or I can completely switch career paths. Um, and I want to do, um, nurse esthetician or just, I don't know. I mean, have a degree in nursing. Um, so I don't really, I mean, there's a lot of options, but I just, I'm bedside right now, not enjoying it. Um, so, or if I have, there's a completely different career that's like, I'm not, you know, recognizing I'm really into acting um so that's that's something that I've kind of a hobby that I've taken on so I'm just not sure where to go
0: Okay. Well, the first thing I'm going to do here is what does it look like for you to stay with, you know, the bedside nursing that you're doing right now, just because you are in a transitional spot, And I know from recovery, it's often just, you know, encouraged to like not make too many huge changes, even though sometimes you just want to like, you know, destroy your whole life and make everything new. So let's see what it looks like for you to stay where you are. And then you're thinking also of
1: doing like, Like, um, aesthetic nursing, esthetician nursing, I'm, I'm ruining what you said. Yes. So like, um, injections, fillers, like anything to do with like, um, I guess like working like a beauty salon, med spa. Um, Yeah,
0: I get it. You'll be like the nurse that's making people pretty. uh (laughs) Okay. What would that look like for you? Would that be just like less stress, maybe more money, different changes, scenery, who knows? Would it be better for you in your life to do that? Um, now what would it look like for you to start focusing more energy on acting and doing that a little bit more seriously and organizing your life so that there's more room for that to take that space and maybe grow, um, in a cool direction. So let's see what that looks like. And is there anything, are there any other options that you're thinking of right now?
1: Um, possibly school in a couple years going back and furthering my education, not like really like, s- not say I don't want to do it, but like, I know as of right now, maybe not, but I never know if there's like the opportunity comes up. I know my aunt sent me some information about like a residency program. So, I mean, it's kind of weird that that, you know, opportunity came kind of popped up in my life already. So, okay. So just going to do one final
0: shuffle on some sort of school, whether it's what your aunt sent you or some other program. Okay. So staying where you are for now. And remember tarot is always just for the moment. Ooh, you, yeah, you don't want to be there. (laughs) You do not want to be where you are right now. Your very first card for that is strife. So you're like, ugh, stressful. Um, you know, the nature of the strife card, the five of wands and the top deck that I'm reading with, with the reason it's like such a painful card is like, you have too much energy and no place to put it. So like there's just something about this position that's no longer allowing you an outlet for your energy. However, the next card is the four of swords. If you had to, you could make peace with being there for now. And then you got the nine of wands, um, moon and Sagittarius. So, you know, very optimistic, very resilient. This is telling a story of like, if you need to be there, um, meaning like if all these other card cards come up, poop, <laughs> you can hang there for a minute until, you know, the, the fog lifts and, um, and, and, a direction becomes more apparent to you, but let's see what look working at a med spa might look like for you that you can make that happen really quickly. That actually does not look bad. Do you already know people who are doing that work?
1: Um, so I actually just talked to a friend today and she told me that there was, um, She's mutual friends interviewed so interviewed at um, Ideal Image. And so I kind of reached out to her and was like, and ask her like how the interview went, or like kind of get some tips. Um, and I've just been looking into some programs to like get started.
0: Yeah. It looks like there's probably people who you can talk to and get like get those scoops like your first two cards are court cards you have the knight of swords and he's like super chatty he's an air sign he's very gemini and it's a supportive card there are these three birds in the card that are meant to be you know the support system of of this guy who's charging forward with a lot of purpose and then there's the queen of wands it's sort of she's so goddessy. She can do anything. She's got tons of energy. Um, you know, she's been through a lot. And so she like knows the hard road and she knows kind of the road of glory. Um, so that's really cool too. There's something about, you know, you talking about like having come coming out of recovery like that. Um, you know, there, there's a story of the queen of wands where she's really been through a lot and has had to transform sort of the hard way, like trial by fire, but she wears that with pride and knows that she can like help people with that story. So it is kind of like very much of a, recovery model of like working with your own experience. So I don't know how that would help you. If there's maybe people, you know, through, through recovery, through recovery, who might be able to hook you up. But your final card here is the eight of wands. It's, um, it's Mercury and Sagittarius. You know, we are in Sag season. Mercury just went into Sagittarius. This card is about things moving very quickly. So I think if you wanted to just jump on this, yeah, you, you would find yourself like it would take on its own life, you know? Um, and I, I like that. I like it a lot better than the other one. Okay. Acting for you right now, you know, acting is, you don't want to, um, it, you had said, I think you referred to it kind of as a hobby. Is that true?
1: Yeah. i just, I did theater in high school. Um, but I kind of strayed away from it. And then as of right now, I'm just doing like acting classes, like here and there, um, haven't, I've been looking into doing it more seriously and, getting some portfolio done and doing auditions. So, yeah. It looks like,
0: I mean, it looks like a hard path for you. Um, You know, there's like the first card that comes up is the Seven of Cups, which is the debauch card. The nature of that card is that you're just trying so hard to get something out of something and it's not going to yield it to you. Um, And it's really frustrating. And on the other side of it is the luxury card. It's another Cups card. It's the Four of Cups. And it's just not very stable. Um, you know, can kind of, that's a card that can kind of go either way. Um, I don't like it paired with the seven of cups. It just, it's looking like there's, there's something about the, um, the acting where there's a lot of emotions. There's like, it's almost like it will open up emotional instability within you. Does that make sense? Like there's something about it that could be like triggering. Oh no. Yeah. that That totally makes sense. Yeah. I don't think you shouldn't do it. Um, I just think that I wouldn't expect it to be like your livelihood right now, like as far as just like where your energy should most go. Um, it's, it really is looking like it it, doing the med spa nursing looks like a really great way for you to kind of like catch your breath, like reorient yourself to sort of like your new, your new world, the new you, you know, um, But your middle card for this is the princess of discs. And again, she's another one who's sort of been through it all and um, came out the other side pregnant, which is really funny. So it's like she has something to share. Like she's, you know, she's grown from it. Um, So again, there's something in there for you. But I just think that, you know, not, not to go towards it thinking that it shouldn't, don't try to make a hobby a career right now. And as far as school goes, it also doesn't look like the right path for you right now. You got the defeat card, the cruelty card, and then Paraffin, which is the card of school, so it's definitely saying the the cards are saying a really big no to it. Um, I think what you should do is really try to get yourself set up in one of the med spas. Tough it out at the job that you have until you can make that hop, you know, so you're not in any kind of like lousy situation. But um, that and get yourself established over there. Keep taking your lessons, but don't but don't put too much pressure on the acting. Just let it be something that is just enjoyable and not stressful right now. Don't ask, don't ask it to do anything for you, if that makes sense.
1: Oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that just really clarifies a a lot of the uncertainty with all of the options that I kind of have at my... Tarot is so great for that.
0: Those are my favorite readings to do where it's like, A, B, C, or D, you know, what to do. And it's like, you can really, you can really make sense of the stories that way. So, so thank you for asking. Okay, let's see. I get another friend, person having friend problems here in my uh, inbox. I have had a really hard time lately with my relationships, not just in love, but also friends. And I'm really scared that I'm choosing the wrong path and that people will be disappointed in me. But I was wondering if there is something coming up that will happen in my love life and friendships that will change due to my decisions. You guys, this is such a mysterious question, isn't it? It's like, what? what, what path is our querent choosing? Querent, what path are you choosing? How do you think it's going to affect your relationships? There's so much we don't know. So I grabbed my Voyager Tarot deck. This is like a kind of old school Voyager Tarot deck. It's been around for a while now. It's a really wild collage deck. You just feel like this guy just kind of like got super hopped up on like green tea and like, with like a stack of National Geographics and just like spent 15 years (laughs) just cutting out the tiniest little pictures and making this really, um, this incredibly detailed tarot deck. So um, I picked three cards. I just asked the tarot, what does the sphere of this person, what does your connections look like, right? Your love life, your friendships, your human connections with other people, the people that are close in your life. What does the energy between you guys all look like considering especially that it looks like there's some choices, some new choices being made. And, you know, I'm not saying they're wrong or not. I don't know what they are. So what the tarot gave me is actually quite beautiful. It looks like everything's going to be fine with you and your friends, which makes me think that either you're not choosing the wrong path, right? Or if you are choosing, quote, the wrong path, whatever that means, you know, if you're choosing a difficult path, um, your friends are going to stand by you, you know? And sometimes we need to take, a really stupid path. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't have to know why. I just know it's true. So here are the cards that you got. The first one is the Two of Cups card, which is called Equilibrium in this deck, which is beautiful. It's about beautiful balance. So it's like you guys are equals. Like you have equal amount of love for each other. No one's judging you. No one's thinking they know better than you. You know what you should be doing in your life. Um, that just looks like beautiful, like almost unconditional love. I, I like it for you so much. Um, the next card you got, it's called six of worlds. And I believe the worlds in this, um, worlds in this deck, take the place of the discs, the earth suit, right? So it's called synergy. Um, and that's so great. It's basically the six of discs, which is like a success card. So, uh, again, it's me saying that like the moves that you're making right now are the moves you're supposed to be making. And hopefully as you know, as they sort of, um, as that continues to sort of play out, the people in your life will see that and, and they'll be there for you. Um, and then you got an ace, which an ace is so great when you're when you're at the threshold of making new decisions, which it sounds like you are. Aces are great. It's the ace of crystals in this deck, which is the ace of swords. And it's called brilliance. You know, just think and there's just like this brilliant crystal cluster in front of a sunset, you know, um, on the card. It's really cool. And and there's fireworks. So it's like, you know, it sounds I hope you feel inspired by the choices you're making, Um, even if they're a little scary. I hope there's something about these choices that are inspiring to you and worth, you know, worth having to kind of um i don't know worth whatever worry it's inspiring in other people you know i hope i hope that you can just really enjoy like the freshness of these new decisions that you're making and trust that your people are there for you no matter what it's really nice okay um i'm gonna see who's got their hand up ryan hello ryan you're muted so if you unmute yourself awesome
2: how are you i'm sorry how you doing michelle
0: I'm good.
2: I'm How all right. Doing? I'm good. it. Great. How can the tarot help you tonight? Okay. So basically, um, I am searching for my purpose. Like, I, I'm i a regular person. I'm going to be 29 on December 10th. I'm a Sag, you know. So th- thank you so much. And I'm a stable career. You know, I enjoy the job. You know, it's not what I thought I would be in, but... I've been there the longest, I've been there two years, but it's, what am I, I, I live a mess, I'm not taking, like, I want to say, uh, well, I'm, I'm living, like, a mess, like, I'm not taking care of myself, you know, like, health-wise and stuff, but I don't see a reason to, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm surviving you know, and everybody around me wants me to like live and stuff, but it's like, what am I doing it all for? Am I after money? Am am I after power? Uh, You know, am I after love? I, I don't know, you know, what's my meaning for getting up. All
0: right. Okay. That's very interesting. So, all right. So, you know, one thing, at first I just was going to make you kind of brainstorm all these different things, but hearing you kind of outline it yourself, like money, power, love, I think what I want to do is shuffle and ask the tarot to, you know, show us, um, through the suits, the energy of the suits and the numbers and whatnot, you know, what, what is the, what are the things that you would be best served going towards, right? Like what are the energies that it would be best serve you and give you that sense of meaning that it sounds like you want in your life? What, what? directions should you be going towards? So, you know, we're dealing with the tarot, which are these old ass imageries, right? Images. And it's like, it's not like someone, it's not like it's going to like literally tell you what to do in our modern world. But I'm, yeah, I'm going to translate know. it into something that can be helpful. Let me give it one more shuffle, one more fast shuffle here. Oh, okay. This is actually really interesting. Okay. So don't be scared, Ryan, but your centerpiece card, it's the deck Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, I don't, you know, the death card very, very rarely means literal death and in no way do I think that it means that in this reading for you. However, you did mention that people that you're letting yourself care go and like people are worried about you and I would just I'm looking at this, you know, skeleton holding a sieve, and I'm just saying you might want to beef off your self-care a little bit, you know, um, you, you just might want to do that. The death card, when it comes up, it means it's really interesting. I kind of think of it as like there's a part of yourself or a, there's a part of yourself that's dying. There's an era of yourself that's dying. There is an illusion about yourself, a projection that you had about yourself, an assumption you had about yourself that's dying. Um, So who's underneath that, right? Your very first card is the Knight of Swords. Um, And he, you know, he just came up and he's a really great card. He is an air sign. So it's like lots of thought, lots of thinking, communication, talking. He's on his horse. He's like flying through the sky, He's got three little birds next to him. They're like his little support system. So it's like, um, it's saying like, that could be a person in your life that's like trying to support you. Sometimes the court cards are actual people in our lives. So if there's somebody who's just like, ready to talk to you about this stuff was really there for you and really supportive, lean on them, like take advantage take advantage of their chattiness and their intellect um, and their desire to support you. But it also could just be an energy. It could be you. It could be you feeling like I got to bust out of this. You know, I gotta bust out of this lethargy that I'm in this sort of stuck place. Um, there's nothing like the death card to get you out of a stuck place, you know, and what's on the other side of it is the Ten of Swords, mm-hmm. which is another gnarly card in the tarot. It's it's the, you know, in the Rider-Waite deck, if you're familiar, it's the person laying in the street with ten swords in their back, dead, you know? And so in the ten, I, I don't mean to, like, have this, like, laugh in my voice as I'm saying this, but you really, it's time to walk away from, from some stuff that isn't working anymore, you know? Absolutely. And I think that, you know, while you're in the stuff that's not working, you're in it, like, it's really hard to see what your meaning is, what your next move is, because you're surrounded by a bunch of shit that just like, it isn't you anymore. It's not your vibe. It's not what you're interested in. And so it looks like what you need to do. I don't know. I, I really like writing, making lists. And honestly, with the knight of swords in this spread, like he's a really, he's really listy making also, but I would just sit down and make a list. Like, Shit that is not working anymore. Just write it all out. It's just for your eyes only. Don't be afraid of hurting someone's feelings. Don't be afraid of any any repercussions. Just be like totally honest with yourself. You don't need to do anything about it right away. You just need to look it in the eye and be honest and be like, that's not working, that's not working, that's not working. And then once you start looking at it and knowing that you have to start making slow changes to kind of clearing out the clutter, I, I really think that what, what your truer purpose is and what really kind of like gets you fired up and inspired, it's going to become more apparent to you. Um, that said though, I'm going to give you... I'm going to pull um, some cards from this really cool Oracle deck that I work with. I like to use it when somebody is in a rough spot like you are where you're like, okay, you're having to face the death card and the ruin card, the Ten of Swords. Um, and you're having to look at some stuff that, you know, has happened in your life, has, has become in your life maybe even the fabric of your life, and it's not serving you anymore. And it's really scary to figure out how to tear it all down and start over. So I'm going to just ask this Oracle deck what energies are available for you to think about as you, you know, begin kind of dismantling, um, you know, what needs to go so that you can pull in what's what's better for you.
3: Okay.
2: Absolutely. Like, Michelle, you are spot on because... Uh you, you, were like, you literally said the words, you were like, it's looking you dead in the face and I'm looking at it right now. And it is, and I, I can get rid of it and I can't be better. So
0: good. I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. Like, here's, here's what's here. Th- these are some things that are here to help you some energies, um, to help you, even though like there, some of them are like hard, but it's like, this is what you need to be thinking about. The first card you got is self doubt. Okay. So that is saying that something that's standing in your way and that's going to maybe make it harder for you to get rid of what you need, what you need to get rid of is the sense of self doubt. Like, can I really do it? So when that comes up, you got to just see it for what it is. It's just self doubt, you know? Mm-hmm. And then your next card that you have, it's, it's called defeat. And it's so, I wish I could show you this card. It's a little star with like five eyes and it's crying and it's so cute. It's the cutest sad card in the world. It's a little sad star and that's you. You're the little sad star and you feel a little defeated. Um, And then you have the forgiveness card. It just says forgive. So it's like, listen, this to me, it looks like a pattern of like self-doubt. I can't do it. So then you don't do it. So then you feel defeated. And then you got to forgive yourself and move on. You don't want to stay in the cycle of self-doubt and defeat where you're like, I can't do it. And then you don't do it. And then you feel like shit. And then you're like, see, I can't do it. And so then you still don't do it. You got to break that cycle. And it looks like forgiveness, forgiving yourself. And if there's anyone else around who for some reason needs forgiveness, do what you can to forgive and start, start new. Start new. Know that you can always start new. Does that make sense?
2: It absolutely does. Absolutely, one hundred percent.
0: Good. Well, you know, you sages have more energy than the most of us. So, well, I appreciate it,
2: but damn, you feel me? Like, do I have to? You know, because it's so much fun, but I don't want to give it up.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's it it can be it can be hard to trust that there's something even better on the other side of the death card, but there always Mm. there always there just always is. So, so give it a try. Just give it a try. Uh, Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good night. All right. Okay. What do we get up next here? We got another friend problem. Um, I've been trying to do readings for myself, but I think I'm too close to really hear my intuition. I've been feeling a bit haunted lately by a friend lately we had a bit of a passive aggressive falling out i wasn't in a place to be able to talk about my feelings on the matter so by the time i realized the friendship was ending it was too late to turn back to make things more complicated i've had some confusing sexual feelings for this person oh no and i'm in a committed relationship oh no oh no i'd love some clarity is there a way to revive our friendship without hurting her or me or do I just need to let her go? So I grabbed a tarot deck called The New Chapter Tarot. It's this really beautiful tarot deck by Katherine Briggs. And I picked three cards, like I did for the first person um, tonight. Three cards for can you reach out and be honest and, you know, say what has not been said. Or what does it look like to just let go and move on, okay? So this actually, it looks a little bit complicated. I, I almost, I'm like, am I not seeing, is there, is there another, um, is there another option? But I just don't think that there is. So, you know, it looks like you should, I would say, yes, go, go and reach out to this person, but know that just because, just because you reach out, um, I think it will, there is a, there is an ultimate good to be had from the reaching out and the reconnecting. I don't know that that means you guys are going to be friends, but it might resolve it. Okay. And here's why I'm saying that you got the nine of discs, which is a very beautiful sort of like abundant fulfilled card. So I'm like, that looks really nice. Right. And then you also got the eight of discs, which is about like hard work, but like hard work that pays off. It's a little bit like the three, but it's smarter and the work is a little bit further along, it's more sophisticated. So just like, you've had more time to really think, you can really present yourself in a way that um, you're going to feel good about, right? But then you got the seven of cups. And that's just like, it's really emotional. It's very emotional. And it's like, no matter how well you'll, you know, present yourself and how thoughtfully you'll speak and how, how, you know, all of that, when it comes down to the emotions it's wild right and they're not rational so so it's haunted a little bit by that now if you don't if you don't follow follow up the first card you get for that trying to let it for letting it go is the two of disks which is change right so like you're really going to have to shift like in some way it looks like you've been waiting for the moment to to you know, to deal with this, right? And it feels like my feeling is like you want to actually connect, like you've been waiting for this moment. So it is a little bit of a gear shift to be like, no, I'm actually gonna walk away from it. Um, and then you get the ace of discs, which is like, okay, good Next cycle for you, right? Of like really having put this behind you. I think you can and you will. And then you're the king of swords. And I don't love that story. I just don't love it. Um you know, the King of Swords is great, but I don't know, like he's also a little icy. He's a little detached. It doesn't feel as, um, you know, I wanted, you know, I know you're looking for resolution here. Right. And that just doesn't feel resolved really. Um, you know, even though reaching out does feel like you're going to have to deal with the messiness of the emotionality, I don't know. That feels more real. Like maybe that's what actually needs to happen. You know, the other, the other one of just walking away, it just seems like it feels a little bit like avoidance, even though I know that's not what you're trying to do. It just doesn't look, it doesn't, it doesn't feel, um, it doesn't feel full to me. The other one does, even though Emotions. You're gonna be in the oceans of emotions with each other. Good luck. Good luck having that awkward conversation about how you and your, you and your friend are hot for each other. Um, none of us uh, are envious of that, and we are all rooting for you. So take care and good luck. Okay. Now let's see. How about Mar? Is Mar around? Wow. Okay. Yes. I, I I'm very familiar with your, um, with your question. Thank you for sending it. And I just want to do a shout out to all the people who have sent me their questions. I literally have 48 pages of questions and I want to get to all of you. So if, and when I don't, it's not personal. It's just, um, it's just, there's a lot and you guys all have very worthy, worthy things that you're working with. So, okay, Mar, I'm going to, first shuffle asking what does it look like for you to go forward with this you know like that's what your original plan was it sounds like um and you know go forward not really having to I don't know like letting go of the question of like if you're owed it or not owed it or but just you know like can you get it and if you are owed it then you'll get it and just kind of trust that and that if they're you know and if you're not meant to get it then you won't but just like see see if it's in your best interest to actually, you know, fill out those papers and see what that looks like for you. So I'm picking three cards for that. Or what does it look like for you to walk away from it? What does that look like? Is that in your highest good, um, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually? Is it it closer to your highest good to actually just peace out, let go, you know, continue to let go of that chapter of your life and do all, all of the healing stuff that we have to do? when relationships end, what does it look like for you just to put it behind you? Okay. So pursuing it. Okay. Pursuing it looks good-ish. Oh gosh. They have their ups and downs. Um, and I will detail them for you. So going after it, ace of wands. Okay. Um, yes. Like it, 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 there is energy there. You can grab back onto energy. Whatever that energy you had at the beginning when you were going to do it, that gung-ho energy is is available to you again. And, you know, right after the Ace of Wands is the Princess of Wands. And she's really embodied that energy, that fire energy of just going after it, not being afraid to ask for what you want and seeing what happens. Um, You know, the, the last card that you have here is like emotionally a little weird. It's that Four of Cups. It's called Luxury in the Toth deck. And you know, it sort of looks good, but the water is shaky and it just looks, it looks complicated, right? It looks like if you are concerned about any sort of like emotional repercussions, you're probably going to experience them. You know, like if you're worried, it's going to feel weird. It will feel weird. You know, is it going to strain things with you and your ex? Probably will. Yes. It's, it's like, um, it does look like you can probably get what you want. It might be a little bit of an emotional cost to you. Now, if you do let go and move on, it actually looks maybe better, but with a catch. You have to truly let go and move on. And that's what I'm worried about. Because your centerpiece card here is the seven of cups, which is called debauch, And that is the card. It's again, it's an emotional card like that luxury card. That seven of cups is like trying to fill the hole that can't be filled, you know? So if it's going to eat at you in some way that like you didn't, you know, take care of yourself or you didn't make your ex pay what they should have paid, like whatever it was, you didn't, what you owed, like you're going to have to figure out how to silence that little, little grasping, greedy, angry voice inside of you. That little part of yourself that feels, you know, entitled and angry might really rise up, um, so I don't want to discount that. But on either side of that card, you know, for for what it looks like for you to let go and walk away, you have the success card, the 6 of disks. That's beautiful and it's definitely saying you don't you're going to be fine without that money. Like you don't need that money to take care of yourself or anything like that. And then you have the Empress card, which is gorgeous and it's a major arcana. That's why I'm being a little bit drawn towards this path because your other path, you know, also has like you know, ups and downs, but there's no major arcana. So the ups, the upside of walking away is actually bigger than the upside of like fighting for a little bit, you know, of, um, of cash. Um, that Empress card, it's, it's very beautiful. It's about love. And it's like, it's sort of like how that success card has popped up. I'm like, oh, you're going to be taken care of somehow. Like you're, you don't need that money. And then with the Empress there, it's like, oh, you're like divinely taken care of. Like you're very much taken care of without having to chase this down. But again, that you can, I I could see you being haunted by the seven of cups, that debauch card, that's just not letting you sleep at night because you, you, in order to go that route, you'll really need to be able to let go of it. So just think about that. You know, it's, it's, there's no judgment. There's no real right or wrong. There's are just two different potential realities for you. If you and your heart know, like, I, I won't let go of it. I am going to I am going to sulk and seethe about it, you know, forever, then see what you can get, you know, and just know that it's going to be emotionally a little bit of a weird terrain, like a little funhouse energy, you know. Um, but, you know, if you feel like you can, if it feels like it would be good for you to sort of tame that hungry, entitled, like hurt voice inside of you, you know, the part, the part of you that's reacting to the hurt in that way. If if it feels like it would be good for you to, to get involved with
3: taming that, then try it out and go the other way. Is that even helpful? It is. I have, I I don't know if this is overstepping my bounds. If it is, let me know, but I have another question related to the, the four of cups, I think. Okay. What is it? Yeah, so you mentioned something about like emotional repercussions going that route. And I was thinking like that rang a bell that I feel like he's kind of the petty, not letting go type either. Uh huh. I can't remember what the seven was, but that makes sense because I'm the type to kind of hold grudges. But I can also see myself letting go because I've already gotten to that point where I kind of uh-huh. can with it. But if I do choose to pursue going after the, the extra finances, whatever, I could also see him being a little pain in the ass about that. Like he is currently, yeah. but more so. And he's yeah. been to the point where it's harassing my family members. For, Should I go ahead? Because last time when I first left, I got a restraining order and he went to court and fought it. And we got a mutual one and it's expired. Should I oh. stand my grab this time and insist on a like full on restraining order? so that he can't contact me contact my family, et cetera? Let me see. Um, Okay.
0: Let me see. Let me see. Um,
4: Well, that's a lot of
0: more information too. So let me see what it looks like. Um, Yeah, I think you should get the restraining order. You know, for getting the restraining order, you got the STAR card. The Knight of Swords, which is just keeps coming up tonight, and then the four. This is what's most convincing to me: the Four of Discs, which is called Power, and it's literally a fortress. It's like about power and protection. So yeah, you you should do it. But that's really interesting to know because here's the reality: like if this is somebody that you're trying to keep away from you and your family, the um the the alimony will keep you connected to him. You know, it just will. It just will. So if there's a way you know, to, to get out of it and to try and just to kind of deal with the grudge, you know, and know that like, you know, the money isn't still, I mean, if, you know, it sounds like if restraining orders are involved, obviously there's been a lot of pain and a lot of hurt and a lot of like bad behavior. Um, the money is not ultimately going to soothe that, you know what I mean? Like, believe me, I love, no one loves money more than me. Uh, Money does heal a lot actually, but, um, I don't believe in this situation that it necessarily will. Um, it's just, it's, you're still going to be on that choppy water with it. So, um, so yeah, I mean, do, do get the, um, do get the restraining order. Um, that's definitely in your highest good with the star card there. Um, and, you know, support you know, protecting your family also with the little birds that are flying alongside the knight of swords. But yeah, um, hearing, thank you for sharing a little bit more information. It definitely makes me feel strong, more strongly that you want to go towards the empress, towards peace and love and serenity and away from the, the sort of like bad vibes that are going to come along with in the, in the instability, the emotional instability that's going to come along because the instant emotional instability is being caused you know by this other person you know so not only are you going to have to deal with yourself you're dealing with them too whereas that sort of grasping seven of cups that's just you deal with yourself. you can always deal with yourself like it's in your best interest to deal with yourself and figure out how to tame your grudges right so I like that for you, whereas like being on eggshells and having this like never knowing when the next wave is going to knock your cups down—that's having to be connected with this person. So I, I would I would opt out of that.
3: That makes a lot because like the the letting go the empress one that you mentioned feels a lot like yeah lives already, but then he just keeps popping back up, and I'm just like just I just want to be done with it.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah move in that move in that direction that looks like it's like the most like politically, it looks like it's the most well for you right it looks like it's like the it's there's the most like love and peace over there you always want to go
3: towards the empress right awesome thank you so much that was such
0: you're welcome wish you so much love. take care of yourself
3: Oh my goodness.
0: Restraining orders. That is so stressful. Okay. Let's see. I got another, speaking of stress, we got some more stressful friend things happening here. Okay. Over the past year, I've had a lot of personal growth and change that's been both very difficult and very rewarding. This whole period has left me feeling like a whole different person and therefore distant with the people in my life that once were close to me. Okay. Um, I'm wondering if I have reached a point where these friendships have come to a natural end, or if I need to put in some additional work to get them to a place where we feel connected and understood again. I wonder how like common this is in different ways, just because we've all been so separated from our friends, right. Through the pandemic. So this is just like an extreme version of that, but I, I'm just wondering how, uh, this is more common than we realize. Should I push through this rocky period with my friends, or put more energy into making new friends, maybe through apps and social media that could be more fulfilling? If possible, could I get readings for the paths of my two closest friendships with G and T? Otherwise, just one for my friendship as a whole is great too. Okay, yeah, let's look at G and T. Okay, so what's the vibe look between uh, our? and G friend G. So, you know, I'm going to read good cards to mean like, you know, there's still life in this friendship. There's still, you know, connection, connectivity, um, you know, purpose. And I'm going to take challenging hard, negative cards as to mean like, Oh, you know, maybe this is not right for you anymore. So there's three for G three for friend G and now three for friend T.
1: Okay. I'm going to do my little
0: shuffle with these. Friendship G is illustrated by the Two of Wands, Dominion, the Art Card, and the Ten of Discs, Wealth. Very interesting. Okay, friend T is the Prince of Discs through the Five of Discs, Wary, and the Ace of Swords. Okay, so you know at a glance, obviously, uh, T, friendship T looks like it's the one that's struggling a little bit more. Um, I think that um, I'm looking at G here. And it's interesting, you know, when that Dominion card comes up, that two, that two of wands, it's Mars and Aries. It's like so on fire with itself right? It's just like, you know, how Aries has, you know, the, the shadow side of Aries, it's bad reputation is being like the self-centered baby of the Zodiac, right? But there's, there's important times in our life where we need to channel that energy. We need to be all about ourselves. So this is interesting. It's coming up right now for you during this moment where you're like, I'm different. I've changed. I don't know if, you know, I can fit the new me into my friendship. So this is, I think this is saying that like you can with G, like G has room for you to kind of like, make all of these calls about yourself and be like, you know, my needs in a friendship has changed. Like I need to really be who I am. The art card is a wonderful, wonderful friendship card. It's actually a card of like two people who've merged into one. So it's, you know, it's cosmically codependent. It's like, but it's a good card. It's, you know, it's supposed to be a good thing. Okay. Um, And it's like out of those two people's energy, a new energy is born. It's sort of energetically creative. It's inspired. It's, it's, it's very good, and then the ten of the ten of discs. You know, it's it's wealth. It's called wealth in this read, um, in this deck, the top deck. But really, it's about like all kinds of riches, right? The riches of friendship, the, your inner riches. Uh, you know, the resources that we get from um, our connections with other people, how they sustain us, our spirits, right? So this is beautiful. Um, I really, really love it. Also the 10, um, you know, is essentially the very last card in the whole tarot, right? It's like the last, the, the, the pentacles tend to come at the end and the 10 is the last in the pentacles. So it's sort of saying that like, I don't know, like this person can really stick around, I think for the, for the long haul. T I'm not so sure about, okay. The Prince of Discs, the Prince of Discs could go either way. Um, but I'm feeling like his his shadow elements are are coming out in this reading and the shallow elements of the prince of discs is like a little stubborn um a little stuck in their ways a little boring um i don't know like like you know showing somebody that you maybe have outgrown or would outgrow and then the five of discs you know there's just this sort of concern that you know it's the opposite of that ten of discs right which is all about like riches and growth and you know fruits of your labor. And the the five is just about scarcity and worry. And it doesn't look good. And you know, the Ace of Swords is saying that there's like a new way to relate that's possible. But honestly, it's coming a little bit, a little too little, a little too late for me in this spread. Um, I'm guessing that the overall vibe for tea is this is not necessarily a friendship that's going to feel good for the new you but g looks like a party don't give up on g okay you might have to give up on t it's that sad but you know such things do happen um okay you guys it's kind of we're running out of time but i want to get some more people in the room up here let me see jasmine jasmine hello
4: okay. hello hi how are you good how are you i'm good what can the tarot do for you tonight okay so I really, 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 really need a tarot to answer if what should I do about my financial issues. So I've been kind of, if I'm being honest, jobless since the beginning of September because I decided to pursue a career in making photography and filmmaking. So trying to find a job that is in that realm, but... My account has been dwindling because I want to travel. So I want to make a career with photography through traveling, you know, like, you know, combination wise. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of hard when I don't have a job. So I'm wondering if, you know, I've been trying to just say, no, do not go back to a fast food job because you hated it. You're stressed out. It was a worst experience ever. So that's what I need to know.
0: Okay. All right. So, you know, you don't want to go back to your old job. What about like um, what are the choices and options that are that you're kind of able to peek at right now? What seems possible?
4: Um, so I've been applying to non paid internships just for like experience, but as well as paid internships and freelancing. And to also my school checks have been helping me uh, continue just supporting myself financially wise.
0: Okay, all right. So, um, internships, just looked at. Um, and so, are you, it sounds like you're needing money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, the internships sound cool. And the um, But so, what does it look like? I, I mean, I definitely picked, I picked cards for that. Um, but what about other stuff that's not fast food? You know, like, is there something, what about, um, let me see. I'm, I'm just going to shuffle for you. Like, is there a job out there that's not a paid internship that actually can support you? Um, that's not fast food. That's like actually leaning more on like your skills and your interests. you know,
4: yeah, a creative job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just need to be looking in different places, right? Let me see. Let me see. So, uh, you know, the, the internships, Look a little rough. I mean, you got that two of wands, which is like you, I mean, pursuing it for sure, like with a lot of energy, but then you get the hanged man. And like, isn't an internship totally the hanged man? It's like you're going to be really uncomfortable doing a bunch of grunt work. <laughs> I mean, I know, you know, like, we have interns, you know, at my Your Magic podcast, and, and we really try to like break the mold on, on what they kind of tend to be. But, you know, even a great internship, you are underpaid and you are you know, hoping that you're, you're doing this period of underpaid work so that, you know, something great right happens in your future, right? Um, but then the last card you get is the sorrow card. So that looks a little rough. Um, okay, can you, let me see, for looking for a job for yourself that is something that is more in line with your passion, you got the Prince of Wands, the Queen of Wands, and the Nine of Wands. These are great inspired cards for you. I really like them. Um, do you know anybody who work in the areas that you want to work more in?
4: Um, I'm kind of in the midst of an internship that is unpaid. Even okay. though like, it's ran its course, they still like just love having me participate. So I, I am currently like collaborating with people who are in the film world and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But again, it's not paid. It's just like more so for fun and just entertaining. Okay. Um, I'm wondering if you can like
0: propose like a coffee with some people who maybe have some power in those arenas. I'm saying that because I'm looking at, you got the Prince of Wands here and you got the Queen of Wands. I'm feeling like they're representing people around you who are in, they're like players and they're in this world that you want to be a part of, right? Yeah. Uh, And so, you know, beyond you know, just like going for a coffee with them, splurging and buying them a coffee and just being like, listen, like I need to, I need to move on and actually get work. Like what, what can I do? Will you help me get an actual job? Cause I mean, that's the promise of the internship, right? Is that it will lead to actual work. So I don't know if that's something that you've actually had, um, a conversation you've actually had, but you know, it's with the nine of wands, which is a super The the Knight of Wands is very optimistic and very like, I can do it. I can do anything. So this is really good energy. There's really good energy around you moving towards paid work that is not fast food work. I mean, I think that's absolutely fine for you to say, I don't want to do that anymore. There's lots of other things that you can do, but it's all about like learning what those other jobs are. And so maybe by talking to these people, they can help you um, get your head around like what entry level jobs might be available
4: to you. Definitely. I think that is really helpful because I, like I said, I'm currently in the midst of working with these people, even though it's like virtually uh-huh. and they all get paid. And it's like my internship technically ran its course in September. And so now I've just been like, like, they're like, Jasmine, can you do this for me? I'm like, okay, yes. I don't mind. Cause I'm not doing anything cause I'm jobless. But it's like, you know, I know in some way, shape or fashion, I could have been getting paid through somebody else to do the same thing. So exactly. I think that definitely helps because I was just praying. My old manager kept saying, Jasmine, do you want to come back to Chick-fil-A? And I'm like, um, no, but I'm sitting here jobless. So I'm like, I can't be picky. Beggars can't be choosy is what I keep telling myself.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, but there's a fine line between that. Like, it's also okay to aspire to kind of like level up, you know, like you're not a beggar is the deal. Like I just talking to you, you can hear how capable and full of life you are, you know, and just the fact that, you know, the people at your internship just keep trying to wring a little bit more work out of you. Like, and you're so giving and generous with your time. Like you're not a beggar. Like you actually sound like you'd be an incredible person to have on a team. So think of yourself like that, you know, and, you know, have, have a like heart to heart with these folks who are running these internships and say like, I am, you know, on the verge of having to like go back to this old work that I don't want to do anymore. You know, like, can you help me, you know, what's the next step after this? You know, can, is there somebody else you can tell me that I can talk to that I can introduce myself to? What's, what town are you in? Huh? What, can I ask what town
4: you're in? Oh yeah, I'm in Georgia, but the people that I in, um, I'm currently working with are in California. So okay. that, that does make it hard to do, but I definitely... But there's so much
0: film. There's a lot of film in, happening in Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, maybe what, what they can do is just connect you to people in Georgia or do the footwork yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the film companies that are happening, you know, or production companies or, you know, all, all of the stuff like, oh, I, I I hear that, um, oh, you all, Jasmine, you see this? Jasmine always leads the chat here. I thought she worked for ask the chair. (laughs) No, you're, you have, you have like serious leadership vibes. And so you don't, you know, you don't need to go back to doing work that isn't in line with like what you feel like you're here to pursue and to learn about, you know? Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, really I you know This can be easier said than done. I know it can be tough, but like, you know, talk to the people in your internship and also do some footwork around Georgia and see what are, what opportunities are, are like in your backyard that you might not even be noticing.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Definitely, okay. definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being such a great part of the community here. Thank you. My virtual call. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh my God. I love Jasmine. I love all of you guys. This is such a great vibe. Always. Thank
0: you again for showing up. Thank you for showing up for um, (laughs) surfing the glitches with me. Oh my gosh. Hopefully this won't happen next week. I will be here next week. And I don't know what the theme will be, but um, I really hope to see you guys all. And again, if you um, if you missed any part of this or you want to listen to other episodes um, with other problems and people and themes, just search for your magic on Spotify and, you know, you'll get your magic and you'll get this as well. And yes, best of luck to Jasmine, to everybody here tonight. Um, Have a great night and enjoy the new moon this weekend. Hello friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot Live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love and aspiration in real time. Just download the Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join the conversation. You'll be able to hear live readings, meet really interesting people and even ask questions of your own. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot Live every Thursday.